Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now in the studio, local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome to the Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, March 19th show. You can also listen to my podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch the show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on upcoming events, you can go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I bring in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how they can affect your money. If you are hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or more importantly, to connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now the lineup for today's show, I'll be having a panel conversation with both of my guests, Kimberly Morgan Story of Colder Banker Danforth and Eric Hubbard of Hubbard Health Solutions. I'll also be having a conversation with Kimberly, real estate, but awesome, and a followed conversation with Ariel, keeping life positive. Also, if you are watching the show on my Facebook premiere or YouTube channel, I would like to take this opportunity to introduce my producer over at Hubbard Radio, Benny. Hi, Tina. And also my marketing director, Becky. Hi, Tina. I just like to give a shout out each week and to say thank you for both of them because everything that happens behind the scenes is a lot. And if not for them, I couldn't do this show. So thank you again, uh, both of you, Becky and Benny. And great information, great guests in studio today. For more information on any topic discussed, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now let's go ahead and start out the show as I do each week with a little bit of money chat. Money. Money. Tina Mitchell here with your money chat. The Fed hiked federal funds rate by a quarter percent, just as expected. Looking at the dot plot chart, most Fed members are expecting seven additional hikes this year. There are six remaining Fed meetings this year, which implies that there would have to be a double of 50 basis points hike at one of the upcoming meetings. The Fed rose their 2022 inflation expectations by 65%, from 2.6% to 4.3%. They also revised GDP lower from 4% to 2.8%. The big negative for mortgage bonds, which mortgage interest rates are directly tied to how the Fannie Mae 30-year bond is trading. The Fed's comment on the $9 trillion balance sheet. The Fed said that they would start to reduce their balance sheet at the coming meeting, and in the Q&A session, Powell said that they may finalize their plan at the next meeting. 
inversions on yield curve. I have been tracking the spread between the 10-year yield and the two-year closely and have shared before when that goes inverted, it's been a reliable recession indicator. Normally, you would expect to see a revised higher rate of, of return for putting your money away for 10 years versus two years. But when there is an economic slowdown and fear of what's happening in the markets, the yield curve can go inverted, meaning that the two-year yields are higher than the 10-year yields, which is backwards and upside down. Looking back at the history of recessions, we always see an inversion occurred ahead of a recession, although it could take six months to two years for the actual recession to occur. Now, while we are not seeing the 10-year and two-year spread go invert yet, it was dropped by 18 basis points. Now, when the Fed hikes rate, this causes short-term yields to rise and causes the long-term yields to fall if it's perceived that the rate heights are getting the inflation under control. We are not seeing long-term yields fall yet, but short-term yields are climbing. And while there is not an inversion between the 10-year and the two-year, there are other inversions that are happening in the yield curve. Currently, the seven-year yield is higher than the 10-year, with the five-year yield at about the same level as the 10-year and the three-year yield 50 basis, three basis points beneath the 10-year. Additionally, the 20-year yield is above the 30-year yield. Now, on the housing front, the NAHB housing market index for March, which measures builder confidence, dropped two points from 81 to 79. Current sales fell three points to 86, which is, which is still very strong. Buyer traffic increased two points to 67, which is also showing strength. The real decline came in future sales expectation, which fell 10 points. This is likely due to supply chains, labor costs, geopolitical uncertainty, and higher interest rates. The, a reading above 50 still signals expansion, just on a slower pace. Now, while the NAHB showed builder confidence fall, Leonard, the largest U.S. home builder, reported that they are seeing very strong demand on all of their sites and expect that sales are going to increase in 2022. Housing starts increased 6.8% in February at an annual rate of 1.77 million, which is almost double expectations and the highest in 16 years. Year-over-year -year starts are now up 22%. Single family, which is most important, increased by 5.7% or are now up almost 14% year-over-year. Permits fell 1.9% last month, but are up 7.7% on a year-over-year -year basis. Single family permit permits fell 0.5, but are up 5.4% year over year. Existing home sales report that is coming out will be important, especially the level of inventory. Earlier in the week, Zillow reported only 729,000 homes nationwide in February were available on the market. The previous existing home sales reported 860 homes for sale in January, which was a record low. In the report from NAR, follows the decline that we saw from Zillow report, we could see tight inventory picture and getting even tighter. This will make it hard to find a home, but should continue to support the home prices despite the higher interest rates. Now on the employment 
front in, uh, initial job claims, which measures individuals finally filing for unemployment benefits for the first time, decreased 15,000 to 214,000. Continued claims, which are those that continue to receive benefits after their initial claim, decreased 71,000 to 1.4 million, which is a low going back to 1970. The labor market remains tight and employers are holding on to their workers. And that's your money chat for this week. Coming up next in the Money Hour, panel conversation with Kimberly Morgan Story, Coldwell Banker Dan Forth, and Ariel Hubbard, Hubbard Health Solutions, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Have something important to say? Want to help improve our world? Need to promote your business uniquely and effectively? KKNW is the answer. Our staff helps broadcasters and podcasters create professional-sounding audio. Bring your talent and let our experts help you craft a radio show or podcast that best delivers your message. Learn more at 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com. KKNW, talk variety that's live and local. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM, KKNW, the Saturday, March 19th show. You can also listen to my podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on my upcoming events, please go to Tina Mitchell Events. Com. I am your host and your local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. It is a great day to talk about money, and that is what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you are hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the two guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyr.com. And now on our show, our panel conversation with my two guests, Kimberly Morgan Story of Colder Banker Danforth and Ariel Hubbard of Hubbard Health Solutions right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Welcome to both of you to the show. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Before we get into the panel conversation, I would love to uh, share a little bit about you to my listeners. Uh, Kimberly is a third generation realtor who is native of the Seattle area. She knows how to effectively solve buyers and sellers real estate challenges. She is obsessed with getting the most for her clients and creating an amazing real estate experience. With Division I soccer in her background, she brings a winning mentality for her clients. People work with Kim when they want an agent who really listens to their real estate goals and has the drive and experience to achieve them. She works tirelessly for all of her clients. She believes that home is a place to grow, and share memories, that every story is different, whether you're looking for your dream home, buying and selling at the same time, relocating, or an investor looking for the next business opportunity. Kim's mission is to ensure your success. Very excited again to have you on the show, Kim. Thank you. And then a little bit about Ariel Hubbard is an empath 
holistic health practitioner, educator, and podcast host, which I've been on her podcast show, which was awesome. Thank you, Ariel, uh, who has been active in energy medicine since 1988 and massage therapy field since 1995. Now, Ariel works in private practice with her clients and also educated over seven thousand medical professionals and lay people in holistic health arts. Her goal is to bring healing, fun, inspiration, and transformation to people everywhere. Her podcast is Women Power Zone, so you will definitely have to listen to Ariel's podcast. So Ariel, thank you uh, again as well for being in studio. Thank you. So, uh, Kimberly, what life experience brought you into your line of work? Well, for me, I grew up in the world of real estate. And to be honest with you, I did not want to go into real estate at all. Um, my grandpa was in real estate. My mom was in real estate. So I grew up with my mom, you know, working nights, working weekends and, uh, you know, negotiating contracts and really seeing it all. I remember going to her office to, you know, use the computers for papers and whatnot. And um, other agents in the office say like, oh, are you going to join your mom and become get in real estate? And I said, no way, that's, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and, you know, went, went away to college and came out to college, worked on a little bit of advertising and marketing afterwards. And even throughout that time in college, after college, people kept mentioning, you should join your mom and work in real estate. And I, I kept fighting it. And then, um, there's a point in my life where I was, I was wanting a new direction and really trying to decide what path I go down. And my mom approached me and she goes, you know, I've been thinking about you, praying about you. And I really think you, sh you have the right personality for real estate and you should jump in. And I, this time I, I paused and I thought about it and spent a lot of time um, thinking on it. And I decided, you know, I, I think I do want to try this out. And yeah. so I, I went all in and realized what everyone was telling me my whole life, they were right. <laughs> and yeah. it is a great fit for my personality. And um, it was amazing to be able to those first couple years I was in the business to really learn hands, hands on from my mom and having her as a mentor. Yeah. Well, thank you, mom. I'm sure uh, for getting you into an industry that you uh, not only are passionate about, but very successful uh, with your numbers that you actually do in the real estate and how many buyers and sellers that you're able to help. Isn't it nice how the dots end up connecting and you Absolutely. can go back and look at that. This is the one panel question that I ask every single week for each of my guests, because I love to hear uh, the stories and the connections. And also uh, it's great for for my listeners uh, as well. So Ariel, for you, what life experience brought you into your line of work of massage? Um, well, it was a series of different experiences. And I started with energy medicine first, um, doing intuitive uh, hands-on healing. And I got some training when I was about like 1994, but I started doing it as a child. And then I got some formal training and then um, intuition, honestly, uh, I got an intuition to go to massage school and I fought it kind of like you did Kimberly. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> that was just me being stubborn. Um, I'm glad I got over myself because going to massage school is a great thing. I learned a lot about pathology, ethics, body mechanics, anatomy, learned a lot of really interesting tools to help me make a difference for people. So now I combine both energy medicine and massage 
in my practice. And um, it's definitely important to listen to your intuition when you're in business. That's really important. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad I did. <laughs> well, and what a, what a great combination of energy, medicine, and massage. I mean, mm-hmm. that totally sets you unique to uh, other people in your industry to have that. And mm-hmm. energy me- medicine, I would imagine that you probably, everybody, we all have intuition, but there are, there are few that, uh, that have an extra gift in being able to really um, draw from that intuition and bring it into uh, something. And I'm sure in, uh, you know, both sides that really helps uh, out. So thank you so much uh, for sharing that. So Kimberly, what is the biggest aha moment that you've had to date in your business? Yeah, I would say that moment um, happened. So I've been doing real estate a little over eight years now, and it's about two years into the business that I was working with an agent on the other side that was um, being pretty difficult to work with. And it was causing a lot of issues for the transaction. It was a very pretty long, complicated transaction. And um, I realized at that moment that it's so important to work really well with the agent across from you that at the end of the day, we have buyers and sellers, a buyer that wants to buy a seller that wants to sell, let our jobs to bring them together and work together. And our clients need us to facilitate the whole transaction. And when you can be just as helpful as possible to the person on the other side, the agent it helps you get what you want for your clients. It helps you actually negotiate way better for your clients when you are um, just very professional. And it doesn't matter if that agent on the other side is not professional to you, just very much be professional and kind, and you will be able to get what your client wants and needs and just have been able to continue that. And I felt it's really helped me be very successful for my clients and negotiating with them and, getting the most for them. Absolutely. And even more than any other market because of what we're dealing with right now at the highest level being a right. seller's market, mm-hmm. not only do they look to see what type of volume you do, and that's why it's important that you work with not just an established agent in the industry, but one that is actually doing a lot of business in the market because agents can see that data. And if you don't have experience and show that you're doing business, that can, you know, uh, that can be deterring on the offer being accepted. And then absolutely your rep reputation and how you were known in the industry of working with other agents uh, is critically in, important. And we all know if, if uh, but not everybody uh, listens to this, if we're, if, if we're good to work with and we go in with that expertise and a sense of humility and great communication skills, everybody just as Kimberly said, wins in that. So thank you for that. Uh, Ariel, what is your biggest aha moment that you've had to date in business? So it's a collective understanding that I've developed over time. It's listen to people. So um, it's really interesting because people in my line of work actually um, in a, a journal of American medicine, the JAMA report came out in 97. It said that people saw alternative, I'm actually not an alternative practitioner in terms of the massage. Massage is a medical profession in um, Washington, but with the energy medicine, that's considered alternative, right? But this study came out that said in uh, that three, it was like 685 million people saw people like me over 250 million uh, doctors like visits. 
It's a lot more than you'd think. So a lot of times when people come to see me, they don't go see doctors. They go see people like me. And I listen to what their problems are, what their challenges are, and their symptoms. And so it's really because the complaints they give me is that they're not listened to by um, the medical professionals they have seen. And that's their biggest frustration. I listen because I can either work with them with whatever they have going on, or I refer them to someone who can help them. And that's really important. Um, Listening, good communication, uh, paying attention, respecting people's how can I say their, their own self-perception that's really important and don't ignore what people say, because when they tell you, I have this going on, believe them. And that's important because then it helps you create a better treatment plan and also, you know, to help them get what they need. Yeah. So not just listening to what their body is saying, but listen to what their, their voice is saying. All right. We have uh, just a couple minutes uh, left in our panel conversation. Uh, So uh, if you can answer this question very quickly, Uh, Kimberly, what top value add do you provide? Yeah, I would say being from this area, I'm local born and raised. I grew up in the Burien area. I know um, really this whole Puget Sound region extremely well. So knowing the neighborhoods, having great relationships with other agents in the industry and knowing the right offer strategies and listing strategies can really help my clients get the most out of their home purchase or selling process. Definitely. Ariel, uh, for you, what top value uh, do you provide? Extensive experience, extensive training, and the use of intuition and combining all those together. Well said. And you know that she does well because she's actually out there educating in her courses. Mm-hmm. So thank you to both of you for the panel conversation. That was a great way for um, my listeners to get to know you before we get into your individual uh, segments. And coming up next on the Money Hour, real estate, but awesome, my individual conversation with Kimberly Morgan Story of Colder Banker Danforth right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home is a place to grow and share memories. Your story is different. Whether you are looking for your dream home, a first-time home buyer, buying and selling at the same time, relocating, or an investor looking for the next business opportunity, her mission is to ensure your success. Being a third-generation realtor from the Seattle area has allowed her to provide expert advice to her clients. She helps her sellers sell their homes fast and stress-free with a proven marketing plan and for the most money. She provides buyers with a successful plan of action for purchasing their next home. So go ahead, connect up with Kimberly Morgan Story for a strategy session on how to sell your current home or how to buy your next home. Kimberly Morgan Story. Contact Kimberly at 206-225-8325 or at yourrealestatestory.com. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, March 19th show. You can also listen to my show podcast, 
Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on my upcoming events, please go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I'm here to help you build the strong financial blueprint one week and one week, one week and one show at a time. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show. Please call the show at one 855 411150. Again, that's 1855-411150 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now back in studio, Kimberly, Morgan Story of Colder Banker Danforth, real estate, but awesome, right here at 1150 AM, KKNW. All right, Kimberly. So what advice would you give to a seller in today's market? Because sellers may just think, I mean, it's a seller's market at the crazy and highest level. I don't need, I don't need any advice to be successful, but the reality is in the best markets, uh, you need advice and how to take full advantage of what your opportunity is, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, my advice to sellers would be don't leave any money on the table. We Sellers are in this amazing opportunity right now where they can capitalize on the largest gains that we've ever seen in the country. So it's easy to say, yeah, my my home's going to sell when I list it. It will sell. But do you want to sell for the most or for just, you know, a a normal amount? And so you don't want to neglect things like staging, cleaning, landscaping. If there's a few things that need to be fixed, a broken faucet, paint some rooms, you know, you don't necessarily need to do the full remodel, but get your home show ready because the amount of money you will make if you put care into it and then partner with an agent that can tell you all these things you need to do to get your home show ready, you will make so much more money. And it's, it's about, you know, your return on investment and the bottom line in your pocket. So partner with a great agent that knows how to help you get your home market ready. Absolutely. Such a huge uh, takeaway for anybody that's listening to the show. You must work, not just a great agent, but an agent that has the best uh, expertise in the local market, because it is going to make a difference in what that bottom line is going to be. Yes, you can sell your home, but do you want to sell your home uh, for maximum profit or not? And that's why I bring King Kimberly into studios because I bring in the best of the best. So reach out to the, uh, to show, to the show and I can get you connected with uh, Kimberly if you're looking at selling your home. So Kimberly, what advice would you give to a buyer in today's market? Uh, It is just so challenging. Right. Well, a, a couple of things, but I'll, I'll say, I'll talk about on two things. One, a buyer, if they are using a home loan to purchase a home, which a lot of buyers are right now, get your finances a hundred percent in a line. Sellers are not wanting to accept offers with financing contingencies. So very important to partner with local lender and get that dialed in. So you don't have to, you know, you're approved for the home loan. You don't have to include a financing contingency. And then as well as partnering with a great lender, partner with an agent that has been in the industry for a good amount of time that has proven records of getting buyer's offers accepted. It, there's so much important part of the agent building the rapport to the listing agent mm-hmm. and learning what's important to the seller and how to craft an offer offer that's going to get you above other, other buyers. Because really in this market, most sellers are getting multiple offers and 
often when all things are very equal, the seller is going to ask their agent, what do you think? And the agent's going to strongly recommend the team on the other side where they have a good relationship with that agent. Yeah, great advice. And that just ties in a perfect time for me to uh, plug on the mortgage side of it. Uh, yeah, like Kimberly says, you're going in and waiving finance contingency. So um, you've got to work with a lender that you know is confident on that pre-approval. It's been underwritten. Uh, I used to have a $5,000 seller financing guarantee, but I just increased it to $10,000 financing guarantee. What makes it really unique is it is not subject to the buyer's ability to get a loan. So if they lose their job, if anything happens, the seller would get then get $10,000. So it really helps to up that and gives a guarantee that financing is good and ready to go. So Kimberly, what is the biggest mistake that you see sellers making in today's market? You know, as we talk, homes are selling and they're selling quickly and many over list price. However, it's so detrimental if the seller overpriced their listing from the beginning. And that also comes back to working with an agent that can help you with different pricing strategies. Buyers in this market are savvy and they're looking at what has sold in that neighborhood. And if you are starting 50,000, 100,000 above everything else in that neighborhood, the buyers aren't going to want to offer on your property and, or you'll maybe get one coming in a low ball. And so what happens is then you don't get an offer within that first week. And literally in this market, if something stays on more than seven, 10 days, buyers start thinking something's wrong with it. And then they, they disregard your listing. They start looking at other homes and now you may have to lower your price point. And I've seen sellers where there are homes that are sitting right now because they're overpriced. And by the time the seller finally comes around and prices it appropriately, they've lost all this time, time, meaning they couldn't get an offer quickly. And so now they're paying more in their mortgage to hold the home, they're holding costs, and they usually end up selling for less, a little bit less than market value versus if they price it at market or even a little bit below market, that's what drives that bidding war. And you get these huge escalations over list price buyers waiving contingencies so overpricing is still detriment in this market yeah and such a great point because if you don't do this every day and you're a seller you would think well that whatever i list it that's going to be closer to the price that i you know would get and so price is everything go to your real estate expert like Kimberly and really have her coach you through how to strategically list it's not going for list price. It's going for bringing up that bidding war and what happens. And that's all around uh, price. Great advice, uh, Kimberly. So what about on the buyer side in today's market? What is the biggest mistake that you see a buyer can make? Yeah. So with um, buyers getting started in this market, whether they're a first time home buyer, or maybe they, the last time they bought a home was, you know, seven, 10 years ago, it's a different market. It's a different market than it was two years ago. And what sometimes we're seeing with buyers is they will see a home they love and they want that home so bad. And they're, they're putting together a good offer and they're working with their agent clients. I'm working with, we're putting together a good offer. And then they could potentially go higher or maybe do something better, better earnest money, remove a contingency here and there. But they think, you know, let's, if they come back and negotiate this with us, I'm willing to do that. 
Well, the advice I give you is that you're likely not going to get that opportunity to renegotiate. So you need to put your best foot forward. And when you do that, you're saying, this is the highest I can go that I want to go on this home. This is all the contingencies I'm, I'm willing to remove or keep the best I can do on earnest money. Then if you don't get that offer accepted, you know, you gave it your best foot because I'm telling you, if you lose out on that home that you love your dream home, and you find out that you only lost out because you're just 10,000 less and you could have easily gone an extra 15,000, but you wanted them to maybe negotiate with that you instead of putting it all out on the table, it's going to feel like a breakup. You're going to literally feel like your boyfriend or girlfriend broke up with you. And so put it out there and don't be afraid to go a little bit more because then you get your home and you don't have to keep getting outbid. So put your best foot forward and then have your ceiling. You know, we all have our, our ceiling. If a, a level is as high as you're willing to go, then you don't get the offer. You're willing to shake the buyer's hand on the other side and say, you know what? It's your home. I, I'm not willing to go higher than that, but you will not often get that opportunity to renegotiate. So come out very strong on your first offer on that home. Best foot forward. Uh, make sure you understand the difference in your mortgage payment for that extra ten thousand yeah. dollars. You know, right. you're talking maybe fifty bucks in the, a month in the payment, and then also consider property values are not going to stop appreciating. Yeah. So you miss out on that home, and you are back in the market, and homes are appreciating every you know day that you're waiting, and mortgage interest rates are going to continue to go up. You know, if you could have gotten that home on March first when the rate was three point seven five, and now you're trying it again, and the rate is four percent, that makes a difference in your mortgage payment. So have that sense of urgency by going, as Kimberly said, with your best foot forward. So Kimberly, how are you educating? sellers and being able to create as many multiple offers, which then creates that highest uh, price when it's said and done uh, most in their pocket, like you were talking about earlier. How are you educating and advising them to maximize that opportunity? Well, one, it's looking at what has happened in that particular neighborhood and every neighborhood's very different. You mm -hmm. can be in one neighborhood and just four blocks over, it can be different. So really like learning the comps. And, and I do this for my clients. I look at the comps, share them. Comps are comparable homes that have recently sold in that neighborhood, seeing what happened, look at where was something priced and then where did it end up? And looking at how many homes are on the market in that neighborhood, um, how many are pending, how many have recently sold. And so that can help with pricing strategy because sometimes, you know, we can push it a little bit and go a little bit more on that, that higher end, but Often it's, it sometimes makes more sense to even go a little bit under and then we'll get more than what could be the, the seller's dream price. And then also it comes into play is having a really strong marketing plan. So, you know, the, the day and the time you're coming to market, um, if you're doing open houses, broadcasting it on every single search site and on social media, because you are going to get the buyers that are, are busy looking every day. But then there's the buyers that are kind of casually looking and if they see a home they really like, that's going to get them out there to look at it. And then the more people we see going to the home, we're going to get those bidding wars. So um, we can capture other people through their social media um, advertising and just getting that listing broadcasted as much as possible with a strong marketing plan, plan and then a strong pricing plan. 
Yeah, it can be deceiving for sure in this market for sellers, just thinking they don't have to do anything. Um, and it's the exact opposite that you, you know, you do and you want to take advantage of all the opportunities so you can maximize that dollar. Yeah. So Kimberly, can you share a seller success story? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's clients I recently worked with where they were looking to sell their home in the Greenwood neighborhood of Seattle, and they wanted to know uh, what will our home price be if we just do kind of the minimal um, show ready stuff, landscaping, cleaning, um, and, you know, then staging and, you know, the marketing, but as far as their work, what the price could be. So I gave them a price based on home essentially as is, like do the landscaping spruce up and the deep cleaning. Mm -hmm. Then I gave them a price of what their home could be if they, they did a bit more than that. And it, was a little bit of investment on their end of it. Mm -hmm. However, they, they did have the cash to do that. And so after telling them what they can get when they get the home more moving ready in this environment we live in right now with everyone very busy and it's hard to get skilled workers of the trade to do work, buyers really want moving ready. And so I showed them what the price they could get if they got the home moving ready. And they decided, yes, we want to do that. So they um, gave them, I gave them contractors they could use to do the work they did paint um paint was the big thing they did some electrical plumbing just things to get the home moving ready that it needed um some remodeling in the upstairs bathroom so when we go to list the home the um home was obviously marketed extremely well staging all that it looked stun stunning it looked beautiful and um that home so they were excited with the list price. We ended up getting 195 over that list price. Wow. And yeah, and really it was a testament to their hard work yeah. in getting those things moving ready for that home. The home just shined. And when you paired that, a beautiful home with outstanding you know, marketing, it, it just created a bidding war and really... Um, most of the offers weren't that high, but two people just decided they had to have this home and they, that's all you need. That's all you need. And yeah. most of the offers were around 75 to hundred over. And then the two people just kept going and we ended up going to an all cash buyer, 195 yeah. over beyond their dream price for the home. And, and really them deciding let's do some more work. I think their investment ended up being an extra about 35,000 uh -huh. and it gave them so much more in return. And they, they really capitalized on their asset. Yeah, that is so awesome. Uh, Kimberly, I have less than a minute, a really quick okay. success story for a buyer in less than okay. a minute. Um, all right, I'll try to go quick. I uh, had a, a buyer um, helping them see a home in Kirkland. We got out there as soon as it hit the market. Kirkland's a very, very hot um, neighborhood and everybody wants to buy over there. And when we were there, the sellers actually happened to be in the home. So I immediately looked to build rapport with the sellers and the seller was surprised their home had already been listed. Um, they thought it was gonna be listed the next morning. I thought this would be a great opportunity. Buyer, my client, let's do an early offer, go in strong, remove contingencies over list price. And I told my clients, I think they'll accept it instead of waiting for the offer review date. Well, the next morning we put in a strong um, 75 over list price. They signed the dotted lines within a couple hours. And I know if that home would have gone through the weekend, through open houses, it would have gone at least a hundred over. So, so it was wow. reading the situation and knowing that those sellers 
we're eager to sell and um, getting them a strong offer in front. Yeah. Well, Kim, uh, congratulations to all your success and everything that you're doing for your buyers and our sellers in our local community and really appreciate you coming in on the show today. Thanks for having me, Tina. Yeah. And to reach out to you, uh, Kimberly, you can call the show at 1-855-411-50 and I can get you connected with her. All right. Uh, coming up next in the money hour, keeping life positive with my next guest, Ariel Hubbard of Hubbard Health Solutions right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Do you need a mindset reset? Do you need relief from physical pain and stress? Do you need to let go of limited thinking and negative emotions? Ariel Hubbard of Hubbard Health Solutions can help. Ariel has 27 years of experience working with clients in the holistic healing arts, addressing challenges and creating positive outcomes physically, emotionally, mentally, and energetically. Want a positive change? Contact Hubbard Health Solutions at arielhubbard.com. Going our own way every day. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, March 19th show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything regarding your money. Uh, now in studio, Ariel Hubbard of Hubbard Health Solutions, keeping life positive right here on 1150 AM at KKNW. Uh, very excited, uh, Ariel, to have a conversation uh, with you. And your business is called Hubbard Health Solutions. What kind of solutions do you offer to your clients? So health means a lot of things to a lot of people. And what I offer are different options for people. So for people who have physical issues, like uh, physical pain, I'm a massage therapist, a licensed massage therapist. If they're looking to change their mindset, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist. I can help them deal with what's going on in their mind, right? If they're looking to let go of stagnant, heavy emotions that keep them stuck or keep them repeating patterns that are not helpful, I can do hypnotherapy and I can do some other modalities as well. And I also help people feel lighter and brighter. I help them get out of the rut that they're in. And, you know, we've all been dealing with challenges with stagnation with the pandemic, right? So we've all been, you know, in this little cave and people need change. They need flow. They need movement. So I help them do all of those things. And so when I meet with people, I talk with them about whatever's going on with them. And then I customize a treatment protocol specifically for them. Nice. So you're, so you're a lot of the tools in the toolbox and you'll determine what tools that they are going to need to get them up to their highest level ability, uh, mentally and physically. Right. So like, you know, this is the money hour, right? This is about yes. success mm -hmm. with money, right? The thing is a lot of times for people to be successful when working with money or to be on top of it, you know, like you give this fantastic report about what's going on. You have to be clear. Yes. So I help people get clear 
so that they can they can do the things they need to do to to create or manifest or work with the money that they're working with. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't be successful in business if you are not healthy and successful in your personal life for sure. So Ariel, what kind of experience do you have with uh, working with your clients? So I have been working with clients in energy medicine for 32 years, and I've been working with uh, clients in massage for 27. I've worked on about 29,000 people. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a lot of experience working with people and I've learned a lot over the years and people give me a lot of great information. I learn from people all the time. Yeah. And same thing, you know, in, in, in my field uh, for 27, I always say we're order, over a quarter century, but 27 years is all of the clients and the new things that come in, um, you're, you're that continues to level up your expertise for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when I'm, if I'm working with people post-surgery or I'm working with people with different pathologies, sometimes I'll have to have them educate me about whatever they're dealing with. And then I come up with the treatment protocol for them. So I'm learning all the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. So Ariel, when you work with your clients, what are you seeing are the biggest life challenges that people are having? Getting in their own way and poor self-care. (laughs) so 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 let's start with the second I Uh joke with my clients that once you hit 40 all of the things that you have not been taking care of catch up with you and people start to feel it in their body like they start to feel you know pain or discomfort that they've never had before you could get away with it in your 30s your 20s but not so much in your 40s 50s and 60s yeah you know and it keeps getting worse as time goes on if you don't take care yes it does It does. It compounds over time. So what I do is I help work with people to unwind years and years of neglect. And I teach people how to do some proper self-care. And then the getting it in your own way thing, a lot of times that's um, negative beliefs or uh, limiting thoughts or self-esteem. And I talk with people about those things too. I work with them on that as well. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, it's uh, interesting, but definitely is majority of a challenge taking care of other people first before taking care of themselves. And that's backwards. You need to be your best self before Mm -hmm. you can ever be of true support um, to others. So Ariel, uh, how do you help people move from challenges to positive outcomes? So there's this magical thing, it's called the reframe. And Dina, you know all about this because you do this all the time when you work and you teach and you help your clients. And uh, it's about changing our perception of how we experience reality and changing it into something else and looking for something that is a positive instead of a negative. And you know, they've done a lot of studies on this. This isn't just uh, Pollyanna talk here. They've yeah. done studies that people have who have a positive mindset will get better results. They're physically more healthy. They're mentally healthier. They're emotionally healthier. And they make clearer decisions about their lives. And they take different kinds of actions than people who are not in a positive framework. I use humor a lot. Uh, We talk about whatever's going on with someone and we we joke about it a lot. And then I give people tools to like, okay, well, what are we going to do about this? How are you going to work with this? And I give them some ideas and suggestions. Yeah. And because you can definitely look at the glass half full or half empty, but if you're looking at it half empty, when you have somebody like Ariel on your side, there is always a way to fill that glass up. And it is so true that it starts with your foundation is your mindset 
and mm-hmm. how you can look at the positive because the universe is balanced. So every negative or every challenge, there is something positive on the other side. And you can only reach and bring that into your life if you're focused on, uh, you know, what I call positive triggers. And that's really what Ariel, you know, helps to bring in, in uh, how you can draw those in and, and have the tools to help. So that that's amazing. Cause I'm, I'm really a fan of you, Ariel, you know, that and a fan of the work that you do, which is really unique um, in your industry for sure. So how do you, do you choose a positive outlook when you're dealing with so much? Uh, I mean, there's just, there's so much happening in, in the world and a lot of people personally themselves just feel that there is, there is no way to get out of whatever situation they're in. So how do you bring and help them have a positive outlook? That's a great question. I, I help them break down their situation into pieces and parts and I help them step into observer mode a lot. And when you step out of your negative emotional reactions to things, or you, you step out of your trauma triggers, when you're not in a space of reactivity and you can step back and then get a higher perspective. So sometimes I'll do things to help them relax because when we get experience the relaxation response, instead of the stress response, we have a completely different way of viewing a scenario. So like if I'm doing hypnotherapy, I'll give them a visualization that takes them to the top of a mountain and I'll have them be on top of the mountain and look down below at the landscape below and say, okay, let's go ahead and rearrange that landscape. And how could you see it differently? How can you create it differently? What it does is it opens up subconscious resources that people have where they realize, no, I actually can do something about my life. I can take action or I can look at it differently or I could choose to do something else or I could think about it differently. It's kind of like what Kimberly was just saying where she gave her clients some options. She's like, well, you could invest a little bit of money and get a much greater return instead of just fixing some faucets. Yes. And they decided to step into that possibility. And then they, what, got $195,000 over the the asking price. I mean, right. So I teach people like, I also talk to them about the cost of not doing anything. Yeah. And I talk about, we were talking about money hour. There, there are definite costs when people don't do something about something that's not working. What is going to happen if they do that? For some people, that is extremely motivating. Yes. Yeah, for everybody. Yeah, but, but if you have that that balance, if you if you can share, this is the risk if you don't, and this is the benefit if you do. And I always end with the positive. Yes. Unless they're not taking action, rare occasion. But then I'll swap it and I'll start with the positive, and this is what it's going to look like if you continue right. to not take action. Right. Yeah, I always leave it in the positive, but it's like, um, hey, you know. The thing is, and in hypnotherapy, we talk about behavior modification occurs when we realize what we're doing is not working or it's not helping. And then what we could experience if we do make changes. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. And you talk about, you know, uh, really helping them get in that space and, you know, just in the simple things of understanding of, uh, you know, breathing. I mean, most people don't understand that we actually, majority of people, they breathe the wrong way. When you come, you know, when you're born, you naturally breathe when you're, when you're actually, coming in, your stomach should be going out, not coming in. And so when stress hits, you actually start doing things backwards. So just understanding breathing techniques and all of the different tools and the mindset, uh, that's what uh, Ariel's uh, expertise is. So Ariel, how have you helped people stay positive during the pandemic? So um, I did some fun things. I did a volunteer workout class. I thought I was going to be teaching 
you know, three weeks, we're all working out together. Um, I'm like, on Wait, Zoom. I, right on yeah. Zoom. And I'm like, well, I, I, I got a Zoom account. I have 35 years of dance experience and uh, I've got training in Tai Chi I can and, do this. Boxing and all this stuff. And I'm like, what, what the heck? I'll just teach a class. <laughs> I wasn't the teacher before I was a student with everybody yeah. else, but I'm like, yeah. oh, well, 18 months later, I work with senior women. I had a group of sometimes up to 17 people on there. They said, I made them feel normal. They said, I made them feel like everything wasn't falling apart. Yeah. It was a really big deal for them. So oh I'm really glad God. I did that. And then, you know, being a single mother, when school started, I had to stop, you know, when in-person school st started, I had to stop that. But I also did, I created uh, my podcast, the woman power yeah. zone to give people, you know, some, something light and fun, inspiring to listen to go listen to Tina's show, by the way, it's awesome on there. Um, but I also did things like um, I did these spontaneous little Facebook lives with like little stories or little pieces of information just to give people an uplift and have a sense of humor about things. I did a bunch of things like that just to try to lighten the load a little bit for people. Yeah, well, uh, the, the best of the best, they adapt to change and a lot of new things are created around challenging times. And so now you have all of these additional things that you've uh, brought in. And yeah, Ar Ariel does 100% have the mix of um, emotion, which brings in inspiration and humor, uh, which just laughing is really great. And I'm, I've been working on that. I'm, I think I'm really great on the emotional side. I just need to figure out the humor side to get that out. Cause I think we all have it, but anyways, for so sure. Ariel, uh, what do you do for yourself personally to recharge? So I, I go when I can, because things are, I go travel. So this is an image I took just a few days ago. I travel and I go in and I do things like um, hiking or sometimes I'll eat some great food or I'll talk to people or I'll listen to a concert. So things that inspire. So for, for anyone, if we pick what our passions are, are things that inspire us, that make us feel yeah. elevated, right? I'll go and do those things, the things that I enjoy that make me feel elevated. And I, I always recommend to my clients, like fun. That's actually on my intake form. What do you do for fun? Because- yeah. The, um, we are sorely fun deprived. It's been a major issue this last couple of years. Mm -hmm. So whatever people do that is fun for them, that's what they need to figure out what that is. And then they need to go figure out ways they're going to make that happen. Yeah. So everybody has a different definition of fun, right? Yes. But yeah. for me, travel is definitely part of that and going to museums too. So yeah. I went, I went to a great museum on this trip. Um, I find that seeing things that people accomplish I find that incredibly inspiring. So like if I go and see an incredible mural on the wall or I see um, go to a sporting event and see people do amazing things, you know, at the sporting event or I go to a museum and go, wow, look what that, look what they created. That's incredible. <laughs> things like that. But it's important, you know, people have been nomadic for most of our existence. It's only in the last 12,000 years that we settle down in one place. So people do have an innate desire to get out and go go someplace yes. else and get a different perspective. Yes. So that's, that's how I do that. And that's what I suggest to people as well. Yeah. My key to success is I work very hard and I play just as 
hard. So as hard as I'm uh, working, I've, I have a balance of uh, playing uh, as well. So Ariel, as I'm wrapping up your time, uh, left, we have less than a minute. How would you suggest that you uh, continue to keep uh, life positive in 2022 with all of the new challenges that are coming in? Do things that uplift and elevate you. Keep working on your self-care and get out and interact with other people. It's really important. People are social creatures. Go and interact with other people some way, some way, find some way to do it. Pretty simple call to action, self-care, take care of yourself so you can be your best for others, interact with people. We all need interaction and you you have to work on that positivity and what that looks like. Uh, to reach out with Ariel, uh, please call the show at 1-855-400-1150. Uh, also, you can go on to lie online to themoneyhour.com. I want to thank both of you uh, for coming into studio today and sharing with my listeners. It was a pleasure and I look forward to having both of you uh, back in the future. Thank you for having us. You're, yeah, you. you're always an incredible host. So thank you. Totally. And I love that. I love hearing what Ariel does too. Thank you. I know it's kind of fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Again, call the show or connect online uh, to get with the visitors. My name is Tina Mitchell. I am your host, your local mortgage expert, and I have to sign off for the day, but I will be back next weekend to talk more about money and success in your business and in your life right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Tina Mitchell. MLO 145420 is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.